Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, 10th of May. This is the Marcus Day Members Podcast, general advice only. Not to be confused with advice suited to your personal financial circumstances. We are in the May malaise. They say sell in May and go away. Nobody really does, but hold in May and go to bed is the motto at the moment. Not a lot happening ahead of the US CPI number tonight in the US. I hold out little hope of that igniting the markets, but you never know. We certainly need something to liven up the markets. If you look at the technical scan section at the moment, there are a lot of oversold stocks, very few overbought stocks at the moment, which tells you the trend. It's all a little bit floppy. We are post the US results season. All our big banks have reported, and that usually marks a period of the market going flat to down, and we are in the two dullest months of the year on a seasonal basis and it's certainly proving that way at the moment. To keep myself entertained, I'm up to the ASA conference in Sydney starting tomorrow and I'll be doing a cameo at the gala dinner on Thursday night. Henry is also off to town on the bus today, going into the RIU Resources Conference also in Sydney. The two of them are fairly close together. I think there will be a few cross-pollinated drink venues in Sydney tonight, thanks to those two conferences. We are running a page at the moment in the newsletter which says events coming up. If you haven't had a look at that, have a look at that. Quite a good sort of community initiative. If you are at the ASA, say hello if you see me. Our market down 16 points today, as I say, on hold ahead of this CPI number. And I've managed to get, oh, two minutes into the podcast without mentioning the budget. So as a bit of a laugh, I got three pieces of broker research this morning summarizing the budget. I asked AI to summarize them all. Then I asked AI to summarize the summary. And then I asked AI to summarize the summary of the summary in one line. And it came up with this line. Here we go. The Australian budget is not expected to have a significant impact on the Australian dollar or assets such such as cash, term deposits, bonds, shares and property prices. I think that's pretty much what Shane Oliver said in his top line summary as well. Not a lot going on. Bit of a mention of cyber security, of trying to teach Australians not to be done by scams. But spending $101.6 million over five years is hardly going to shift the needle for cyber security stocks. And the bit I found disappointing or predictable was $101.2 million to be spent over five years to support businesses integrating quantum and artificial intelligence technologies. Here we are on the doorstep of the artificial intelligence revolution, possibly the most important event post the internet and the steam engine. And we are putting $20 million a year into it in Australia. I just don't think we get it. We are a backwater and that encourages me to glow having switched from A200, the ASX200 ETF, yesterday to FANG, FANG Plus ETF, Global X ETF, which has 10 stocks, which includes all the major cloud and AI companies, Amazon, Microsoft, Google Alphabet, plus a few others. It is the best low volatility exposure we can have. And I feel it is much more likely to perform than holding an ASX200 ETF, which is 25% no growth banks. 
25% resources which are volatile and the rest exposed to the very dull Australian economy. So into Fang yesterday, you can see the newly revamped, hardly a revamped, portfolio, strategy portfolio in my section today. We are now 90% in the US markets, in the S&P 500, the NASDAQ and the Fang. I make no excuses for that, no apologies for that. The big tech recovery has not recovered to where it was prior to the 2021 boom, let alone to the 2021 highs. Still, hopefully, plenty of performance left in big tech in the US. If you want to know the reasoning behind buying FANG and the enthusiasm for AI, do read my section from yesterday. The links are in my section today. Otherwise, the Macquarie portfolio is still in cash. We need easy trades, slam dunks, and they are not on offer at the moment. At the moment, it's just a bit too hard. After the results last week from Macquarie, I'm not sure we're going to get an easy trade for a while, quite honestly. We need the market to come alive. It's a stock market stock and the market's asleep. Macquarie, by the way, goes ex-dividend on Monday, which is another reason for it to flop after it goes ex-dividend. There's just a chance the CPI number tonight wakes the markets up, but I doubt it. So in the middle of the May malaise, still in cash, not in Macquarie. And same with the BHP portfolio. The big trend's down. The macro backdrop is lacking. The enthusiasm for the Chinese economy has peaked and flopped. Again, we might get a commodity price boost if this CPI number is low and the US dollar falls. If the US dollar goes down, commodity prices based in US dollars go up. It would be short term, but still waiting for a major pivot point on BHP at the moment, still in general downtrend. I've dropped the Renko chart, which is good for spotting the bigger trends. I've dropped the Renko chart into the newsletter today. You'll see no bricks in the wall of a rally yet. Uh, the ideas portfolio is still empty. The banks obviously have come off quite a bit over the results. The NAB is ex-dividend today, so you've missed that one. Generally speaking, after going ex-dividend, the stocks flop a little bit. Bank of Queensland's also ex-dividend today. There was a an RSI buy signal, but it's way too early, I think, to get excited about. Westpac is ex-dividend tomorrow. Macquarie and ANZ are ex-dividend on Monday. You might still want to try and strip those dividends. So what if they're not going up short term? Longer term, they are low volatility, fairly safe stocks to hold. And if you are after income, quite honestly, the banks are where it is at. And just to emphasize how boring the market is at the moment, I've never seen so few buy and sell signals in the technical scan section. Though, as I say, there's a healthy number of oversold stocks, which means there are plenty of bargains around when the market does start to inflate again. Rio and Fortescue Metals on that list, by the way, not a lot of overbought stocks. And that's about that. Henry, as I say, is on the bus to the Resources Conference. Latin Resources presents tomorrow at 1230. I'll be interested in that. Latin Resources LRS is our $12 million man who is now or once Lion Town gets taken out will be worth around 60 million. He started with 189,000. So our $60 million man has been looking around for other stocks and Latin Resources. He is a man who does his research. The Latin Resources who just did a $37 million successful $37 million capital raise was his next pick. That's not a recommendation. It's a statement of fact. Latin Resources presenting tomorrow at the RIU Resources Conference. 
Henry saying he's trying to buy it in his section. In his section today, he talks again about lithium and the chances of PLS being bid for. APX has got a strategic review out. He looks at that. Liontown's got a contract announcement. Keep the news flow rolling whilst you're being bid for. Atlantic Lithium, one of the best performers in the market today. And Ioneer. Greg, Ioneer's going up 7%. Some good news today. A partnership with Dragonfly Energy. Henry spends all of four or five lines talking about the budget and also, right. oh, he's written the same as I have, moving on. And he writes up a few of the stocks he saw yesterday at the RIU conference. And you've got the video of him on the call with our buddy and Henry's buddy, Rudy, on Ausbiz, that video in his section. Click on that. He also talks about Macquarie and his problems with Macquarie. And once again writes, no artificial intelligence was used in the creation of this article, just intelligence, I hope. Right, that's about it. On hold for the CPI number. Our market down 14. Ho-hum. Budget a bore. You have a great day. I will be up to Sydney this afternoon or in an hour's time. My contribution will be a little bit skinny for the next couple of days, I'm afraid. Back in full force on Saturday. You have a good day.